Lebron Hirschkorn here, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. In this episode, I talked to Ian Sells, who is co-founder of MDS as well as Join Brands. We talk about the benefits of masterminds as well as the benefits of user-generated content and how you can leverage that content on Amazon. The episode is sponsored by IncrementumDigital.com, which is my agency where we help brands scale on Amazon using Amazon advertising, listing optimization, influencer marketing, and as well as 8fake.co, which helps you with growth capital for your brand, as well as supply chain technology to help you map out your orders for the entire year and visualize them. You can check out 8fake.co. Enjoy this episode with Ian Seltz. Okay, so we have with us Ian Sells on the podcast and YouTube today. Many of you probably know Ian as the founder of MDS. He's now also the co-founder of Join Brands. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Leron. It's great to be here. Thank you. So for those those that may not know, maybe you can give us a little bit of a background, how you got into this space and some of the things you've been involved in. Yeah, I got in this space all, all, quite a while ago. I think 2012 was when I first started selling on Amazon. And I was coming out of my real estate career and I was investing in a buddy's business who was selling on Amazon, buying cables, HDMI cables. And so I gave him some cash and spun that up into a business. And within a few years, uh, that became a multi-million dollar business basically in revenue. And so we ended up selling that company and moving on. And I started another brand, a fitness brand on my own. And that brand, I was just trying to find more resources out there in the internet. And at the time, it was like Brian Johnson and Scott Volker and Manny Coates, right? All the guys helping everybody get started. And it was great, but I had already had a little bit of history because I had started this brand really early with a friend of mine. And so I basically was always looking for this more information that was like before it got big. And so created this little network called, at the time it was just called the 10K and up group or 50K and up group and continuously transitioned as my business grew. And so what is today known as the million dollar sellers organization, which is more of a business professional organization. You have to do a million dollars in revenue to get in there. And uh, we do like multiple interviews and it's really just about connecting with like-minded individuals that have reached a certain caliber of success where they're really focused on their business growth. And yeah, so today you know, we throw lots of events and we have chapters and all, all around the place and country, the world really. And super fun because I get to interact with so many entrepreneurs, but I was growing that while I was doing my business. So it kind of came organically and it wasn't intended to be a business, but it turned into one, obviously. So it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's awesome. And MDS has a very strong reputation as one of the best masterminds in the Amazon space. And I think one with the highest quality sellers in terms of, in terms of who is in there, because I know the requirement is a million in sales. Yeah. You have people in there doing a hundred million in sales too. And a lot of people that are close to or above eight figures in terms of, in terms of sales. Yeah. We actually have about 525 members right now. And the total revenue is over 6 billion. So wow. the average is quite high. And like you said, like we, we don't just let anybody in just because you're doing a million. We also have core values that we follow. If you can't give more, get more, or what would mom say and things like that, like really have integrity and like willing to help other people. Because part of the reason why we, we me and my partners are doing it is because we care about helping other entrepreneurs and connecting them and making sure that they're getting value extracted from each other. So it's not coming just from like me, like giving information. So it's just a different type of organization and it's just super fun to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I've gotten the chance to do some calls and we're partnered with MDS. Great, great group. And I think you guys are now starting a 12 week kind of challenge with a few people in the advertising space. We're excited to. Yeah, that's pretty fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. In that, in, in PPC that showdown. PPC showdown, 12, 12 rounds. So it's going to be like a challenge every week or so. So yeah, definitely. And is NDS continuously open for people to apply and uh, like on a year round basis to apply and see if it's a good fit? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody's welcome to apply that meets the criteria. There's multiple interviews that we have with people. Most people in the group have come through referrals. If you hear about this or you can mention the podcast or the show, most people that are in the group are actually members referring other members. And that's how we grow. We don't do any marketing, really hosting trade shows, stuff like that. It's really about serving the members. Yeah. And I know one of the things you do as well is you really keep like service providers outside of, outside of the group. I know I've come in for calls yeah. to pay you double or eight to join MDS. You guys wouldn't allow it. And I think. I have a lot of respect for that because we're trying to keep the information that's in there to stay in there and also not bias. But yeah, it, it just limits self-serving thing. People, they join these and they're starting to pump their content in there. It becomes annoying, uh, right. not from you, but like from other people. And yep. it's just been this way. This is really just a business professional organization for e-commerce sellers in general. And we have a Shopify group too, so that we're spinning up as well, not just Amazon. And we talk about investment strategies and other stuff. And we have a life group also that helps people like work on their fitness or their health or family issues or depression. So just hit all the parts of an entrepreneur, but in a way that's different than others. And we right. keep our partners close. So we don't let lots of partners in. So we really are selected because we want to have the best of the best. And when you come to one of our events as a partner, you, I think you feel like you're a member. Right. Treat, you're almost in everything. What you're sitting with the members, there's no booths where you're selling at a trade show. It's really about networking and building those relationships. And that's what the members like love. And that's why it's a little bit different than what else is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I definitely, even though I'm not in the group, I know the people that are in the group. And, and based on that, I would say definitely worthwhile checking out if you're a seven figure seller and you want to grow your business. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So I know you're definitely an entrepreneur working on not just one, one thing. I think you've been involved in a variety of things in our space, a rebate key, leave a lead seller. Of course, some Amazon changes are uh, affect, right. affect some of those businesses. I think you've been working on user-generated content as a way for people to grow brands. It's something we, we work on as well because we really see the, so sometimes the viral effect of how TikTok can make a product sell out on Amazon or go to top 100. Yeah. BSR and a lot of Amazon sellers don't necessarily focus on that. So what kind of prompted you to create this join brands platform and what is it exactly that it can help yeah. brands and sellers with? Yeah. And we created joint brands really out of like the frustration that I was having and people at MDS were having about reaching out to content creators, trying to get content made, trying to get promotions on TikTok, Instagram. It's a lot of manual work. And that's where all of my projects have started from. Rebate Key was an idea because I said coupons are not going to work. It's so easy for it. Back in the day when we started, it was like you could give a 99% off coupon code. Yeah. And it would launch you and viral launch grew so big because of that. And you were just giving it, you were basically selling products on Amazon for a penny. You were getting ranked for it. And so I was like, that's going to be obvious for Amazon. And they're going to eventually shut it down because they're not getting the revenue because they're making commissions on sales. So right. when, the, when the price is low, there's, so it's a bad for them. In those days, you'd always say, what's best for Amazon? I'm like getting full price. And I figured they'd take away rank juice if any coupon was used over 50% because that's pretty much like a gimme sale. That's like a handout, almost like a free sample. I used to work in Circuit City when I was a kid and we had mail-in rebates. And I came up with that idea like, hey, why don't we digitize that and do it this way? And you know, my partner, Leo, who was also an MDS at the time, I just threw the idea out to MDS and everybody's like, that's awesome. Let's do it. And got some investors from MDS in the early days and we blew it up. And I think we changed the game with that 
you know, at the time. And unfortunately, I think rebates got abused. We were probably the, we were the number one rebate platform, but we were trying to go be rebates for everything from in-store purchases and whatever, but being able to like have that like online loop. And they were getting abused and search find buys and all this stuff that we weren't doing. But I think because we were so big, we were the target. And, and out of nowhere, Amazon changes terms of service and pulls our accessibility with a rebate key to Amazon, which is funny because that was always the challenge was like getting people to trust our service. And so when we got approved by Amazon as a rebate provider, they're like, cool, it's good. Let's go. So that was a huge thing for us for building that trust. And we're like telling everybody, Hey, we're already approved. We didn't say we were a different service. We're a rebate service. And we didn't even need Amazon. So it still is in existence today, but trying to figure out what the next step is with that. But that goes to say, I always look for things that need to serve a need. And then like we put tech to it to help solve the problem. So joint brands came out of the idea of, Hey, how can we create a marketplace where you know, brands or restaurants or hotels or anybody can really connect with content creators easily. And there's a lot of platforms that were out there. A lot of them are very expensive as you, there wasn't anybody serving the small, medium-sized businesses. In my opinion, we had experience building these type of marketplaces and through Elite Seller, we really ramped up our development team as well. So we had to do a project. And so let's do something that's not just Amazon. And it's really been amazing to just be able to like talk to other people who were my competitors before and then not now. It just makes everything so much better. And we have this like blue ocean. And so we've been able to really scale up joint brands, which is basically a marketplace where brands and content creators connect and you can purchase images or videos for as little as $15 or $60 for a video uh, and get creators that like applying to your jobs within minutes. So think of Upwork for uh, content creation, right? It's literally that simple. It takes them five minutes to create a campaign. And so we we launched a couple months ago and we're smashing numbers every week, basically, and continuing to have our best success. It's really awesome. What is... What is the, what are the best practices that let's say sellers should be doing with, with this, with this content? You think of, you could run, you can run ads, social media ads with it. You can put it in your Amazon store and your Amazon listing. Like what are some of the things that they're doing to then take their content, and use it to generate? Yeah. We have a, I actually created a PDF. That was a good question. Like nine places where you should be using UGC to improve your listing conversion rates. So obviously the, one of the obvious ones is like the, in the main image, right? We have people that are ordering 10 or 20 UGC videos or, or sorry, images on our platform for $15 each, right? You get 10 for 150 bucks plus a cost of product and whatnot. And they're taking those images and then creating a collage slide saying 1 million happy customers. And they're showing pictures of these people and they have these real people holding up products saying, I love this product. And so it's really, it makes it really easy to create a real slide versus using stock photography from Shutterstock and then Photoshopping your image in there. It's just people want to connect and they don't trust things that aren't authentic. And while you are paying people to do this, so that's the funny part about reaching out to influencers and stuff, it's part of the strap of the game, but you have real affinity for people that love your brand, but it's hard to get them to give you content. So by doing this, you're exchanging money for that. And we have some amazing content creators with like massive followings on TikTok and Instagram, but also the, the, the lower level ones are the ones that actually make some waves for not much money to get into the promotion side of it. But like you said, your listing images, you can have question and answers can be answered by video. So you can use videos there. You can have videos in your reviews. So when you get customers leaving reviews, they should try to encourage them to do a video review because it actually takes up a lot of space on the main right. page, which is cool. In your EBC, so utilizing that in your, yeah, in your premium ABS, premium face loss is huge, right? Yeah. It feels like out. a lot. I think people get stuck in this. I need to look like this brand that spent all this money on this like product video. And really the ads that go viral, the ones that people really just have okay. to get the Dollar Shave Club was a, actually a low budget commercial. The guy was an actor, but like, he was just walking through his warehouse doing funny things. Some of these other ones, the, the high production doesn't always get it. And you might've dropped $50,000 
and you don't even know that all the major D2C guys, they're all testing tons of creative, right? You don't know, you can't predict what's going to go viral or what's going to resonate. So you've got to test a lot and then cont continuously improve. Got it. And in the case of joint brands, it's really focused on generating the UGC. Is there, what's the reason why you didn't say, okay, we'll also get the content creators to post this on their social media or do they, I'm assuming they don't do that, right? They do currently actually was what I wanted to share was in about 30 to 60 days, we're going to be launching our TikTok module. So we started in the, Hey, let's just get creators. Cause it's really hard to find like just to laser target, like top TikTokers. You can go to the creator TikTok marketplace and do it, but it's very hard, cumbersome. And I, my opinion is that everybody's an influencer and you're an influencer. My wife's an influencer. When her friends post something online that they like, she's going to go out and buy it. So like having a smaller sphere of influence is actually better because people are more authentic and they connect and they'll trust it. If uh, So we went after content creators. We, that's like really actually the fastest growing job description in America, essentially. If you ask kids what they want to do, they literally want to be YouTube stars or content creators. They don't want to be a, a Michael Jordan or an athlete anymore. It's funny, but uh, yeah. So basically we went after these like content creators and then come to find out that a lot of them are actually also big on Instagram or big on TikTok or big on YouTube, which is cool. So we're moving into that next step of the business model, which is basically, okay, we have content. You can use it in this ways, but now we're going to help you use that content, reach their audiences. And you'll be able to do things called spark ads. I don't know if people yep. don't know about it, but what a lot of people don't know is basically when a, a creator posts their video on TikTok, they're going to give you, they can give you a code where you can put it into your own ad account and you can boost their video on their account to all of their followers and reach all of yeah. them. Yeah. And when we've, we, we run those, we've tested, we get that code. We do it through Facebook and also through TikTok. And actually we've tested running, running it from the brand, obviously running it from the creator themselves. Obviously we get a lot more engagement from the creator. We've also tested using. You don't have to run the ad just to the creator's audience. So we've actually right. tested running it to the creator's audience and running it to your targeted audience. We've actually right. got a results running it to your targeted oh, audience, yeah. but you get a lot more engagement. When somebody sees Joe Schmo account and they see an ad, it's a lot more authentic than brand. And that's one of the, one of the things yeah. you could do when you're getting, when you're working with influencers and they post, and this is something you basically should be negotiating when you are working with an influencer is we want to be able to run ads through it and you get a code. And I think you, you, you basically also negotiate the amount of time yeah. that, that you run ads, but getting that UGC is super important because one of the things that's different about Amazon ads and like TikTok and Facebook is that ads have a shelf life. There's like fatigue. People see the same thing over and over again. It stops, it stops working. And so you consistently want to get new creative and run its life and then do another creative. Yeah keep updating your creatives, which is something people in the D2C world know, but I don't necessarily think yeah. people in the Amazon space really know. It's one of the benefits of continuously getting user-generated content that you could do. And you mentioned also the, like, people love this product. I had a brand that I worked with, they sold, but their A-plus content on the bottom, they had these basically like square blocks of just people with the product, like holding the product, they have uh, jewelry. And so people wearing the jewelry, et cetera. And they're like, yeah, mi millions of people are, our fans love, love our jewelry or whatever. And it was like, it looked like you're looking at Instagram. Yeah, and exactly. I think not enough people are doing that. I've also seen another brand that basically I was looking to buy slippers and I looked at their video and their video was basically on their listing was a compilation. And it was basically what you typically see on like a Instagram or TikTok, which is horizontal, like the video and then the blind mm -hmm. on the sides. And it was basically a compilation video of user generated content. Hey, I love these slippers. They're super soft. They're super comfy. Never give them up, whatever. Next person. And it was like a 45 mm -hmm. second like competition yeah. and you're seeing all this authentic 
Yeah. Uh, people who say why they love the product, holding it up. It looks super authentic. I'm sure they generated that through user generated content and probably being influencers. I also happen to think that Amazon posts will also turn into Amazon reels. I don't see a reason why Amazon would not further develop that into like user generated or yeah, that you can post and then eventually charge you to have a promoted yeah or promoted video because they're not going to keep, they're not going to keep that free forever. Well, that's a huge nugget right there too. Like I don't, not enough people use Amazon posts. It's free traffic. And a lot of people are just taking their main images and putting it down there. But if you actually use like UGC or like unique images, you're going to get a higher click-through rate and conversion rate because people are going to, oh, what's that? By getting a lot of images created, you're going to be able to have that arsenal of creating a lot of posts. And we actually, in our PDF, I can share with you, you can put up on a link or something. Yeah. But man, the nine hacks, and that's one of them. But we suggest like post, you know, how to scheduling out three, like three a day or three a week so that you can constantly have that stream of it. And you're getting exposure on your competitors listings and they're seeing your images in real customers' hands like, oh, that's not from China or that's not, that's a brand I can trust because they have real customers. So it's super yeah. important. And I was going to ask you, so that you do a lot of this creative testing, like how many types of video content or image content do you try to get like a result or do you just choose one? You mean for, you mean on the Amazon side? Like with when you're running ads or when you're creating yeah, a so listing when, or a compilation. When we're running ads from, let's say from TikTok to Amazon, we'll take like, we'll test like five videos and then typically one or two are the ones that end up getting traction and most, well, right. Best CPC, et cetera. But it's so cheap to run TikTok ads. Like we're 10 cents per click, 11 cents for it. Like it's so cheap that within a matter of spending 20, 30 bucks, we know already which video to focus on. And when we do it with Amazon video ads, we're generally, we are generally A-B testing. I would say at least two videos for a product that we want to A-B test and see which ones perform yeah. or better. I think on the Amazon side, if you have a product with a ton of reviews and great price, it definitely helps because that's showing up next to the video and the video is secondary. But I think on your listing that like authentic compilation video can go much farther than yeah. Sometimes like a pro video. And now that you could do A plus, you could have a video in your listing, a different video in your in your A plus. I think there's gonna be more video placements. Amazon for sure got more sponsored brand placements now, like I decided the page. They're featuring in your uh from the brand, like brand story now. There's a link to go to your storefront. Like definitely branding is a lot more important. And people are so used to seeing yep. on, on Instagram and TikTok and Reels that I think it's super authentic and yet not enough sellers are really yeah. focused on it because they're more into the day-to-day -day of like tackling other things in the business, but post is free. Post is free. Yeah. You should be That's doing it. Everybody should be doing it. That's it's a great, great opportunity. And honestly, I do think there'll be a day that Amazon turns on post for video. And if you have hundred pieces of EGC ready to go, you're going to be at an advantage. Yeah. It was the same thing like several years ago before it was only vendor that could post video on Yeah. And it was only Launchpad that could do video in A+. Eventually, everything gets to the seller, right. but later. And I think those that are prepared in advance that could see those things coming are always in a better position to take advantage. Video ads, when they rolled out, were 10 cents clip. <laughs> those that had video and could get them out. Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah. Had massive re return. DSP has video ads that you can run. What happens when that comes to sponsored display ads? Available, and you're able to test out 10 pieces of video for your product because you yeah. don't. All the more reason for like the joint brands type of thing, because 
you just need to get fresh content. And previously it was hard. And so I use the analogy earlier of like Upwork for content creators. It's just that simply post job, you get people applying. It's like a dating site in sense, like you get to see everybody's profiles, their past reviews, their past work history. The creators are now actually making public profiles where they can actually upload their own content as well. And so you can pick and choose. I want this girl, that guy. I'm looking for older people. And we're constantly adding new creators of over 10,000 already registered. And we're constantly adding you know, they're, they're just coming with that we're marketing for that. But we're also, I also wanted to just point out, like we're also like a Shutterstock for, for content because what's happening is we, we actually encourage the creators to upload multiple pieces of content. So you might order one video, but they order, upload 10 different videos and you can pick and choose the ones you want to buy. You just have to buy one. I see. But you, so you basically have this like Shutterstock of your brand now, and you can go back there and buy a video anytime you want. And additional content is cheaper. We're trying to put together packages and stuff, but you can log in and, if you get 10 creators and have them make images and videos, you'll have probably hundreds of pieces of content that you can pick and choose from anytime you want. So make those compilations. How does it, how does it work? If you don't like the video, do you not have to buy it or do you at least have to commit to one? I have to commit to one. So it's a, actually a good question. So our team actually pre-checks all the videos that get submitted to you. So we check to make sure it matches the brand brief. If you forgot to say something, then that's not the creator's fault. We have a button where you can reject content and you can also chat with the creator and ask them to do it again or something like that. And then sometimes they're happy to. If they're right. doing lots of edits, then it, you have to imagine this takes a long time. And right. we started this with a, let's get out there and get a lot of jobs, but $15 for an image and $60 minimum for a video, that's pretty cheap, right? Yes. Right. How many hours are you going to put in for $60? But it's a good way to get started and we're going to have name your own price and all this stuff and, and creators will be able to do that. But it's really unique in that way where you can get tons of content rejected. Yeah. And it's awesome for the creators if they do, if they do good work, is there a way to, or will there be a sort of creators that are creating higher level content? Like you're willing to pay 250 bucks for somebody yeah. creating like super awesome, amazing content. There's like a yeah. sort of tier. So we, we have a tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four already. We are, it's because we're newer, right? So we bring everybody in as tier one and they like graduate as they get reviews out, they've done job because somebody might be a pro, but they, they just don't, and their work is great, but then they don't ever respond to emails. So right. We have that built in every time you got a job, but we encourage and actually require you to leave a review for the creator. The creators can review the brands. Hey, don't work with this brand. They don't respond. They don't, they don't. Ever oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so we're just trying to make it a marketplace that kind of grows on its own. We have tons of creators. So any brands that are looking for content, it's free to sign up. That's the other cool thing about ours is we grew all, all, a lot of our projects from having this like free, you know, freemium model in the beginning. And it's free to sign up, free to create a campaign and free to even see the creators that apply to you. So you don't pay until you choose a creator and you match basically. So it's really nice. You can get on our platform, create a job and see what kind of people you're going to work with. As you're talking and explaining, I see more of the differences between, let's say this and other uh, yeah, other platforms, because other platforms, there are obviously other platforms that allow you to connect with creators, but I haven't necessarily seen that like review component, pre premium tier one versus tier four graduate. And that, and then if you're in a community like MDS, I'm sure there's people like, Hey, I work with this person. They're amazing. Yeah. You can like, for sure. You, and you can get that through the reviews and understand who are the ones that are like the best to work with. Cause we've seen it too in, in influencer marketing. Sometimes we work with somebody in the video is fine and it's good. It's good. And so does work with somebody. It's almost like professional, like their exactly. person is just like photography is like their hobby and they do a really yep. uh, awesome job. And I think the post alone is like an amazing use case of yeah. getting, getting that content. Can you ask like something like a post or let's say you want to use a custom image beta for your sponsor brand, can you ask for certain like image, like size requirements or? Yeah. When you create the campaign, you get to choose like you want a vertical landscape, horizontal, whatever. You can tell them I want it to be inside, outside. I want the background clear and clean. I want it to be a white wall. But the more specific you are, the better. 
only thing is the more you dictate what they say and do, the less authentic it will be and the less creativity that they'll have. It's a happy, there's a fine line. And this is one of our issues is like, sometimes brands are not happy with the content, but sometimes, many times they're really happy, but it's all subjective. And it's sometimes the worst looking ad work does better. So it's like you have to take it. And that's why we try to start it off as, okay, let's keep the prices low, keep it transparent for both sides, right? Yeah. Because if you're, when you, you know how it is, when you're negotiating with these creators, they all want a lot of money and you're ne- negotiating them down. They feel like they're doing you a favor at this point for $50 or right. a free product. So we just said, look, let's start here. You can graduate up. We'll have a place where when we do TikTok, it's going to be based on average video views that they have removing outliers. So if they went viral, doesn't mean they're going to get paid more right. because they went viral one out of uh, 500 videos. Right. And we're just keeping it really like stable. And there, there will be a time where you'll be able to like chat with the creator and like, Hey, can you do this like amazing monologue video? And how much we charge for that? And they'll be like, okay, 500. And you'll be like, okay, sure. And they're, right. and they're posting like every piece of content you buy, they also post. No. You can ask them to, you can chat with them to post it. I've seen people just posting because they're actually excited. They're like, Hey, here's a job I just did on joint brands for X brand. And they'll tag it in the, in there. So people are getting free exposure anyways, but we're adding that module where basically you'll go in there. So right now you can create a video campaign or an image campaign, right? And then next will be a TikTok campaign, a real campaign. We'll probably have pro as well. Like you do product on white or like you actually get a professional photographer to do like some sort of food studio set. Yes, like a Suna type of thing. But yeah, we're, we're really just trying to build this way to, for brands to work with creatives. I can even imagine us doing, helping people get content for their blogs, right? Like it's, right. and I also imagine like joining brands, helping with ambassador programs. So we have this huge roadmap that we want to follow and work but, on it, but we take a lot of user feedback. So when you work with us, we actually care about what you suggest and you will see changes based on what we think is going to impact the most amount of users. So you might have a unique use case and you think it's really important. But we actually look at it from a point of like how many people this impacts and serve. You can, you can get talking about the Spark ads. You can ask them for the code to run an ad, like they post, they'd run an ad against it. So we're, it's actually in the flow. So the creators upload the video and you have the Spark code at the same time. Got it. Okay. So they are always uploading like a video to their port. When we have, we don't have TikTok yet. So it's coming in about 60 days. Right now you just get the content. But the other thing that's cool about what we do is our platform is like an escrow. So it's creator knows they're going to get paid because we charge the brands already and we're holding the money for the creators. Now the creators don't get paid until you select content. So I don't, if you ever worked with influencers where you send them $50 and they just disappear, that happens all the time right. with doing the salary. So we are actually, of course, so, if you're sending free product, right? Like you're free product. So this, and we have a way to send free products. That's the most risky because we don't have any, anything to hold on the creators, but the creators can go buy products and you can reimburse them. They can buy it on your Shopify store or whatever. So you don't have to send them to any marketplace. Let's but we, so then the creators start to learn that, okay, this is a good place to work because I know I'm going to get paid. They have a team that actually audits the images and says, nope, brand, sorry, you can't reject all these images. You have to pick one. This matches the work. And the, we minimize the dispute and we help with the transfer of the image rights, which is super important. So in our TOS, whenever you purchase an image, you get to use it. And that's a super important because I, I, was I, have, I have a story. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. potentially an expert witness because I had a lawyer reach out to me recently about a case where a brand had a photography model in LA agreement with the model was that they're going to use the image on their website. The model has been on their Amazon stuff for the last five or six years. They've sold the product to like resellers and stuff. And now the model is suing them. And this lawyer contacted me who doesn't really know anything about Amazon and is asking me like, Hey, can I get an idea of estimated sales? And what's the impact? And does an image with a model versus it's like a t-shirt. So it's right model. Or so teacher make a difference. And I might be in LA in a couple of months as an expert witness oh, yeah. on this. So yeah, what you're saying, actually, a lot of people don't think about, but I'm 
telling you there's a lot lawsuit right there. There's a lot. And even if you're, if, even if somebody, a, a customer posts a picture of them using your product on Instagram, you cannot take that image and put it on your website. You can go, you can get sued by that creator because it's all about like the copyright and whoever is the creator of the work, it owns the copyright unless you specifically transfer it. So be careful in, oh man, we, oh, we looked on Instagram. We have all these photos. Let's just put them on our website. He's, don't do that. You need to do it in this way. Um, or you need to reach out to them and say, hey, we'd love to purchase this you image. for like an Instagram feed. But you put it feed, but you cannot actually claim that work. And so uh, people need to be very careful about this. And that's why I think joint brands is huge for that purpose. And we make sure that when you purchase the content, you own exclusive rights of it. You can do anything you want with it as long as it's not illegal. You can't manipulate the photos to be some sort of legal thing, but you can use it for whatever marketing purposes, whatever. And it's all part of the contract. And we have all of their content. So you, it's like Shutterstock. You just pick the ones you want and you can buy one or 10 or a hundred. It doesn't matter. And you can work with, like when you create a campaign, you can work with one um, creator or you can pick a hundred. And the truth is like the way I would see it as a brand, okay, let's say I want to go get photography. I'm going to work with 10 different creators, pay 150 bucks. And if I get three or four great images from it, like I want, because yeah. you said sometimes the brands aren't happy with the content. But again, if I'm doing video, I'm going to go buy four or five videos. Of yeah. 100 bucks, and if I got one or two great videos, then that's awesome, right? Yeah. It's well, worth yeah, and I, I always say that because people have this expectation. Like you're like, okay, I picked somebody who I thought was, let's say, be beautiful, and then her vi video was like she wasn't <laughs> that makeup on that day or something, and they're like, what? Or or they expect it to be like perfect, as if they paid a professional model and an actor, and so the, their expectation of what they want. So we're trying to temper that, and I'm, that's why I'm out here trying to also educate people. Like it's yeah. authentic, let it be authentic. We're, we're trying to make it reasonably priced, and when you pay more, you can get something nicer. But it doesn't mean it's going to work better necessarily. How does join? How does join? I know of another platform that basically takes, I think, twelve percent of the money paid from the brand as a fee. Yeah. How does join brands make money on it? Yeah. So we so brands pay ten percent fee on all the money that they pay through the platform. So we charge ten percent on the image, on the on, on the video. We charge it just. That's just how we charge. It's just a right. fee. And you clearly stated on there hasn't changed. And we believe that's the right way to do it. And uh, what else can I tell you? It, it just, we made it super easy. I think that's the other right. thing is, okay, you can go reach out to those creators. You can join up on another platform. Grant is at $3,000 a month just to sign up. It's crazy. It's for yeah. enterprise level. And yeah, yeah. looked at a few different tools like that. Yeah, like And it's a lot of work. These platforms, the other ones that you guys showed me you were using for a little bit, you have to contact them, negotiate, work with them. You need a whole person to run that. Dwayne Brands simplifies all that, gets rid of all that stuff. Yes, you might find a better influencer or whatever you're looking for, but you're going to take all this time to do it. We've made it really easy where you just post a job. You, within hours, you're going to have hundreds of creators applying to it. You're going to be able to look at their profiles, choose the ones that you want. Or if you don't care, you just want to, you want to do 100 images right away, just pick automatic well, campaign it, and it'll automatically choose creators for you. It sounds like today it's not replacing everything you might do with influencers, but that over time that it will, right? That Yeah, that I mean, if yeah. you on TikTok, you'll have opportunities to work with bigger influencers, smaller influencers, paying for that difference. Yeah. Uh, and, and the easy stuff may be less work. You know, if you want to find an influencer with a million followers, then that might yeah. be a little more vetting. And yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have that too. Like we're going to have a marketplace where you can invite creators and influencers. And then once we do TikTok, like we're already aggregating tons of TikTokers like to come in big and small and you'll be able to see their stats and what their average video views are and how, what their engagement rate is. So we're doing all those things right now. It's, it's, wasn't what we wanted to come out with. We want to start with this. It's serving a really great purpose, but obviously I think the next evolution is, okay, we can help you create content and promote it. And that changes us more into an advertising platform, which is where I see the future because as like Facebook ads, 
it's not as good. Google ads, not as good. So distributed advertising is really important. That's why Spark ads is important, right? You're actually running ads through a different node and it is disconnected from your brand essentially. So by utilizing influencers or content creators and you have a hundred of them and you're about to drop a product on Amazon and you're like, Hey, do everybody do a video and tag Amazon made me do it and my brand name, you're going to get that halo effect, which you know about, right? Which is all of a sudden traffic is going to be flooding in there and buying it if it's a yeah. good product. And like I said, and I want to talk about this a little bit before you end, but yeah, like going viral is not necessarily a science. It's a trial and error. It is a consistent thing that you have to consistently do until you go viral. And I'm working on a case study that I'm going to have on our blog on joint brands, which is basically showing all these brands that have gone viral and what their history of trying to go viral looks like. And really the gist of it is that it's, they're posting hundreds of images or video videos, actually they're posting hundreds of videos on TikTok, and only a few get pushed out by the algorithm. So the rest are like 10, five, 10,000 views, what have you. Then there's one that's got like 2 million views. You're like, what the heck? All the videos on the whole page look exactly the same, except the background is different. They're doing the same action in different places. Imagine if you had a, a camping pillow or something. Okay, I'm camping here, I'm camping there. I'm this, I'm blowing it up in all these different right. places. Same function, same tags and everything. One time it goes viral. And I think it's just the algorithm picking it up and you just get luck of the draw essentially. And I think same on Instagram. So the reality is you even more need lots of content to do this. And the other cool thing that I'll share, I haven't shared this anywhere else is I'm finding it's equally successful for brands to go viral as it is for creators. So you actually don't need the creators to post it. You right. just need to consistently post on your own brand page. Cause I see plenty of brands that post it from their own account and it goes viral, but it takes a hundred shots. So right. that's just the reality. And I, I don't have that actual stat, but like when I post a blog and I put the links out there, you'll be able to look at these brands and you go, wow, they've done exactly what you're just saying. Post all these content and one or two went viral. And those generally translate into product awareness, brand awareness, and some sales, and sometimes a lot of sales, and you can build a brand that way. And so it's just, it's really, you need a consistency. It's not, and that's why I say like the overproduction of content to get that yeah. perfect piece isn't what actually is required to be successful nowadays. And what you're saying also is interesting because sometimes if you want to work with really big influencers, they're vetting you maybe more than you're vetting them. And they do, they will look at your Instagram and your TikTok. And so if you have content there, if you built up a following there, like you can post a bunch of content, you run some of these contests that allow you to build up followers, things you're going to want to do. So if you want to work with an influencer on TikTok that has 100,000 followers, they probably don't care. But if you want to work with somebody that has 2 million followers, they're going to look, they're going to decide whether they want to work with you or not too. And having an easy source to get content on your own social media, look or following is, is also important to attract, yeah. attract influence. I also see the future and maybe this will be a module that you, that you add on, but I see this a lot with apparel or different types of products. And you have a collection with an influencer that you create together. It's like the, the next level of yep. partnership with, with influencer marketing. And you could have a particular collection that you develop with an influencer and there's a revenue share on yep. that, on that collection. I think that's where, that's where things are going. Yeah. For like, sure. And I, and that's like where my big concept and why we chose join brands is it really, it's a partnership. And I honestly see that, like, like I said, when we're talking about like somebody posting their, their picture of them holding their McDonald's burger or Starbucks cup on their own Instagram, Starbucks can't use that. So why not post it on join brands, tag Starbucks in the future. It's not available now. Hey, Starbucks. Actually, yeah, here's the new idea. Uh, Starbucks, Howard Schultz listens to this podcast. So he's, 
Oh, perfect. All right, good. Yeah, so basically, start if he gives me some money, I'll get it done faster. But basically, anybody can load up their images to our platform and Starbucks can pick and choose the ones they want to purchase. And so I imagine anybody that wants to create content can post on Instagram. They can also post it here at right. like a, a Shutterstock for those brands. And then those brands can come to join brands, create their calendar. Okay, we already have all these people being so, tagged. So, it, so and Zoom, like you're saying. So the creators have an opportunity to just post stuff for brands and the brands are not there yet? Not currently, but that's like the, what you're talking about is the future, right? This is the place where you can join, you can actually be, work with brands that you actually care about. Cause that's what right. actually, if you see content creators out there, they're actually trying to find brands to work with. It's actually, right. we're serving a purpose for them because they're struggling to get in contact with good brands. Right. You know, and they're always like, oh, you're never an influencer manager or whatever. They want jobs, right. but we're actually bringing those jobs and they, but they also want to work with brands they actually care about. So when we right. offer that ability for them to say, hey, you know, post content about this brand and literally right. job to that brand and say, hey, we have content, do you want to purchase it? And yeah, so I that's, think that's, that's the awesome. future of actually Total real authenticity. authenticity. Yeah, uh, that's the road. That's real authenticity. I think that's the cool thing about our platform too, is we're giving a lot of power to the creators to upsell the brands. So by loading more content, they can get you to buy more content, make more money per job. Also, if you buy some content from that creator and you keep the job open, you don't actually close it, they can continuously upload content. So they might take your product on vacation and upload more photos if you chat with them. Right. It's a really cool like system and you can actually build relationships with creators on our platform as well. And I think that yep. that are really, we're just solving a lot of problems for both sides, the hassle, the contracts. Creators don't aren't business owners generally. So they're, they're trying to do this new career. I'm not trying to put them down. They're awesome, they're, they're creatives, right? And so they want to spend time creating, not negotiating contracts, checking down money. Brands say, hey, I'm going to pay you after the content comes. They don't pay them. All these things happen. So we're solving problems for them. We're solving problems for the brands, but we just don't do everything all at once. So I think I just lost focus here. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. The content is the content's more important. Like, yeah. There you go. See, I'm back in focus. See, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You brought it on to focus for us on, on, in, on there you marketing and in, in UGC. Uh, yeah, happy to help anybody out. Our team has live chat. We have a lot of Amazon experience. So any other questions you have, we're happy to support or put you in the right direction. We're creating content for Amazon sellers, for e-commerce brands, for D2C, right? This is not just that Amazon focused software, right? Once we had that issue with rebate key, like we said, hey, let's build another software, but focus on a bigger global market. And uh, it, it's actually estimated that the, the content creator market is worth $100 billion by Forbes. And more than 50 million people already consider themselves content creators. Wow. It's insane. Yeah. I have a D2C brand that I want to create. I just bought a, uh, actually a four, a four character domain name that was available for this brand. Definitely. It, and I wanted to be Shopify only. So definitely influence marketing is the way yeah. I'm going to, to get it out there. And then, then I'll get the link from you for the nine use cases. I'll share it yeah. in the YouTube description and the podcast the show notes so people can pick that up and learn more. So thanks yeah. so much for, for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is awesome.